Welcome to the Knitting on the Run podcast, where it's always knitting and running in 30 minutes or less. You can find me as Windswept Monique on Ravelry and Instagram, or as Windswept Knits on Facebook and Twitter. Show notes can be found at my website at windswepknits.com. Hello and welcome to episode 70 of the Knitting on the Run podcast. Segments this week include whips, FOs, wearables, an extended out and about, including a classroom visit to my second graders class, and goals for 2020. First off, thank you so much for listening and welcome back. Happy New Year. I hope you all survive the holidays in one piece. This is the first day I have had time without small children around for about three weeks. Yeah, my, my little guy was off for about a three, three full weeks from preschool. So this is the first day I've had time to record without small children present. Um, I don't have a lot of time. I actually have to go pick them up at school in a few minutes, but I'm hoping to squeeze this recording in while our house is on the quieter side, because once the kids get home, well, those of you with kids know what that's like. So uh, my notes are a little scattered because I didn't think I'd have time to record this morning. Um, as some of you know, I teach swimming lessons on Friday mornings, and uh, my second class, I have a, one of my classes is through a local mom's group, and that does not start up again until next week. So I have, I'm funding myself today with an extra half hour, so I really quickly jotted down some notes, and I'm going to record an episode, and we'll see how much I get done before I have to run to preschool. For whips, uh, two I've been working on, I can't talk to you much about. They'll be coming out later this year, but uh, just keep an eye posted. I think you'll like them. I've been working on the aggregate shawl. This is my second aggregate shawl. It's designed by Jimmy Knits. I'm knitting it up in a tensile yarn from Artisanal Yarns that I bought at Rhinebeck several years ago. I really love this pattern. Um, It's the second one I've started knitting just in the past three or four months. I found this through the BIPOC make-along. Jimmy Knits, she is a new designer to me. Um, I only found her this fall, and I don't know why I didn't know who she was beforehand. Her patterns are amazing, and I definitely want to knit more. She has a sweater that I am dying to make for myself once I carve out a little time um, in worsted weight yarn. That is just so calling my name. But anyway, back on track. Uh, finished objects. I am. Oh, I'm sorry. I have one more whip. I have been working on a project through the Indie Design Gift Along, and I, I got partway through it. I did not get a chance to finish it. I I was 99% certain I wouldn't. Several years ago, about five or so years ago, I used the Eversource shawl. Sorry, my cat is joining us right now. I used the Eversource shawl as a starting point to knit a skirt. I sort of I didn't knit the very center of the shawl. I knit from the second chart out. And um, made that as a skirt body, but never finished it. So what I did was bought a pattern with the Indie Gift make-along um, that is a bottom-up tank top. And so uh, taking, I put the provisional cast on onto my needles and then working the tank top bottom up. And I got about up to the waist. I've got a ways to go. I'm kind of hoping I might finish it for when we go on vacation in February. It's looking a little iffy right now. But it's a possibility, but we'll see. I am also working on one pattern that a little thing that I'm definitely making for our trip in February. There is a Star Wars day that we're going to on this vacation. And so my kids are dressing up in their Halloween costumes. The whole family is getting dressed up. So I am needing myself a Ray costume. That fabric she wears kind of crisscrossed across her. I'm actually knitting that up in some silk yarn that I bought years ago. Um, it's a, um, actually, 
it's almost like it feels kind of like a raw silk if you know what i mean so it's got a beautiful drapey quality to it and then i will knit matching armbands but i'm still knitting that long piece of fabric i'm about two feet in of 10 feet and it's just stockinette i don't care if the edges curl the way she wears it all crisscross i'm just looking for a piece of fabric that i can wear kind of like she does on to fo's well i haven't gotten uh, too much done that I can show because I spent December knitting for everybody else. I finished seven pairs of socks for Christmas gifts. Five were for kids, two for grown-ups. Um, they're all in the same yarn. They all got watermelon socks. You get a watermelon sock. You get a watermelon sock. And I love this yarn. It's so cute. It does all the work for you. It's um, Regia's Tutti Frutti 2. It's a cotton and elastic yarn, and I'm really enjoying working with it. Um, but just knitting seven pairs of socks. I love knitting and I love knitting and all these seven people are very very knitworthy and very appreciative I mean I knit them two of them were my own kids and you know first day back at school they both had to wear their watermelon socks to wear to school so I mean they even my kids appreciate the time and effort put into these but I think I need to either start in July next year or or maybe now or just you know dial it back so I don't spend all December knitting up (laughs) seven pairs of socks Wearables. Well, my notes are a little scattered for this one, but let's just say I have been wearing all the hand knits. Winter had certainly arrived here in New England. I'm wearing hats daily. I'm wearing all the shawls. I'm wearing sweaters like Frosted by Lisa K. Ross and Second Grace by Bristol Ivory, which are two colorwork sweaters that I knit up in cotton and cotton blends a couple years ago and just trying to keep toasty and warm. Out and about. First up, a couple things coming up some of which I will be attending, some not. So first up is Vogue Knitting Live coming up January 16th to the 20th in New York City. I will not be attending this year. Those of you who are going, have a great time. Enjoy something fun for me. Take a great class. I can't wait to hear all about it. And then coming up about uh, a week later or so is the Wayland Winter Farmer's Market. Their farm and fiber days this year are January 26th and March 1st. I will definitely be going on the 26th, and hopefully the 1st as well. We'll have to wait and see with that one. But I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's farms, and fiber, and yarn, and spinning stuff, and food, and really good food. And yeah, you, you need to go. You really, you need to go. And the last thing I have on my list at the moment is uh, Stitches United, which is March 26th through 29th at the Convention Center in downtown Hartford. I am planning on going either the Saturday or the Sunday. I don't know yet. I have not signed up for classes yet. It might just be a day trip to go out there and maybe, you know, eat at the pub nearby and, you know, buy a skin of yarn or something, but we'll see. And last up and out and about, I did a um, visit into my son's second grade classroom to teach them a little bit about how clothing is made, especially how clothing used to be made back when you had to make all your clothing yourself. So what I did was I made drop spindles for all 21 kids. I took little um, wooden dowels and then small wooden wheels, like like for like a like you'd put on like a toy truck kind of thing, and then um, a small hook that I could screw into the top of the dowel. And I assembled all of those, and then I went to a local, uh, no, maybe not local, but local-ish yarn shop. It's a little over an hour, about an hour and twenty minute drive north of me, called the Fiberloft. And it's a knitting and spinning store. So since I don't know how to spin sheep, I, I can't spin sheep. I'm allergic to sheep. Um, I went and got their expertise and bought some fiber. And then my husband and my son separated the um, 
the sheep wool out and put them in baggies. So I brought those in so I didn't have to touch them. And brought those in. I made leaders. So those of you who don't spin, um, it's hard to start spinning just from the fiber alone. If you take a piece of string and tie that to your, your bobbin on your wheel or to your, your drop spindle and then use put like a loop at the end and start a little bit of fiber through that loop. And as you spin it, the loop kind of grabs the fiber and twists it. It's so much easier to start then than starting with fiber alone, which which is possible, and I have done it, but I, I don't recommend it, especially for new spinners. So we brought those in. I brought in samples of about oh, 12 or 15 different types of fiber they can touch. I brought in yak. I had yak silk, alpaca, llama, bamboo, tencel, cotton, cotton punis from India, spun cotton, um, sorry, carded cotton from Egypt. I had cotton on the bowl. I had seeded cotton, so taken off the plant, but, you know, just like the fluff balls you get before it's actually prep worked. I had, what else did I have? Angora fiber. I had silk. You know, just, you know, second graders love to touch stuff. So I first talked about why people had to make clothes. You know, these days you need something, you go to the store, but what happens if there's no store? So then we talked about different kinds of fibers and where the fibers come from and people all over the world, you know, spun fiber if they didn't spin the fiber for their clothes then they spun the fibers into ropes or into thread to sew like animal hides together that sort of thing so it's something everyone's ancestors used to do so that was a lot of fun to talk about and then i showed them how how slowly you spin on a spindle and then with the invention of the spinning wheel suddenly how fast you can spin on my on the spinning wheel and how suddenly that made fabric a lot easier to make you know kids are also you know very visual they could see you know at the time it took me to spin about four or five inches on a spindle i could spend two or three feet on my spinning wheel and they couldn't believe how much faster that went so then we got out the spindles and they got to try spinning and of course there were spindles dropping everywhere but they had a great time they were trying it a couple of kids actually got the hang of it it was really fun and one of them her grandmother is a knitter. So she was asking me where she could buy more fiber so that she and her grandma could go practice together and all oh, my heart just melted. So Mia, if you're out there, I hope you're still spinning. Good for you, girl. And then I had brought some samples so they could see because, you know, the stereotype, even amongst little kids, is, you know, the little old lady with the 12,000 cats. That's who's knitting. So I wanted to bring stuff in for the kids to see. So I brought in, you know, I wore one of my colorwork sweaters. I brought in another colorwork sweater. I brought in I knit um, a lace coat years ago from Vogue Knitting. So it's, you know, it's a knee-length coat, lace, 100% lace, top to bottom. I brought in my Captain Marvel shawl because, of course, all the kids there love the Marvel superheroes. They're huge. So when I brought out the Captain Marvel shawl with the gold star and stuff, they were gasps. Oh, that's so cool. Could I knit a Black Panther shawl? You know what? You do it. That's awesome. Go for it. I bet somebody out there has a pattern. I don't know of one, but that's so cool. So this, the kids were so excited. And we had a great time. And of course, I didn't realize my four-year-old was off school that week. So I we booked this date, you know, weeks out. And then my four-year-old had to come in with us. But he was my helper. You know, he helped hand things out. And he helped organize things. And he asked some questions. And some of the questions were even relevant. <laughs> but we had a great time. And it was it was a lot of fun. And I'm so glad we did it. And the kids, I think the kids actually learned a lot. And they are so appreciative of the fact that when you know they put a hole in their jeans and it can't be mended anymore that you know they can just go to the store and buy a new pair of jeans and how lucky they are that they can do that because their ancestors would have had to then make it all themselves 
So we've got just a couple minutes left before I have to run, but I'm going to try to sneak in a quick segment on um, goals for 2020. So in terms of knitting and spinning and stuff, so my goals are to do uh, more design work. I'm really enjoying it. I spent a lot of time working on self-published designs this past year. Um, I really wanted to sort of perfect my craft and and really get, you know, work on like the process, like get a real process in place. And I, I feel I have that now. Um, and I want to keep submitting more designs to publications. But I also want to make sure that I take the time to knit for myself because I found that probably 75%, maybe even 80 to 85% of the knitting that I did last year was either design work or stuff for other people and a very little for myself. And I want to make sure because I started knitting and designing because I love the craft and it brings me joy and I find it calming and soothing. But when everything you work on is deadline knitting, you kind of lose that calming and soothing part of it because <laughs> you have a deadline coming up. And don't get me wrong, I love designing and it's so much fun and I love the creative aspect and, and I love helping other folks, you know, who aren't as good with the math portion of it, you know, make something that looks good and fits good and, and that they really enjoy and maybe, you know, come at something from a new angle. I, and I love, I love doing garment work with a slightly atypical or un untypical uh, craftsmanship, you know, you know, there's a new method or use a new technique or here's the, the, there's a, you know, one little complicated piece and then the rest is easy. So you can really stretch your skills for the first, you know, 10% of it. And then you've got carnating for the rest of it. That's kind of my cup of tea. Um, but I also want to make sure that I take the time and make myself, I want to make myself another sweater. I finished my sweater spin. Oh, that's another finished object. I finished my sweater spin December 31st. I have 2,054 yards of hand spun. It's a light sport weight and I'm I want to take that. I'm going to make myself a sweater for it. If you have any recommendations for a hand-spun sweater that will take like a, a lighter sport weight yarn, please email me, windswepmonique at gmail.com or, you know, PM me on Ravelry or Instagram. I want to hear your thoughts on that. But I also want to make myself a couple more shawls and maybe make myself a pair of socks too. Um, and my four-year-old is now asking me for a sweater. He keeps asking me when I'm going to make a sweater. Now his list is growing. He wants a hat. He wants a Santa hat and he wants a sweater. So we're, we've got to talk about realis realistic goals because that's not going to happen by the end of winter. But maybe for next winter, he'll get a sweater and a hat and a Santa hat. Um, for fitness goals, uh, I am not a fan of the, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and I'm going to run a marathon because, you know, Okay, you know, I have lost 20 pounds in the past after having kids, and I have run a marathon, so maybe those are not great examples, but they're 90% of the time, they're unrealistic goals. Like, I could say, I want to lose 20 pounds and run a marathon. It's not going to happen. But what I do know is that I swam eight miles in the pool last year. I know I can easily swim a quarter mile in a go in the pool, and that I'm getting stronger. And so in sometime, probably in the next six months, I'll be up to swimming half a mile at a go. So my goal is to swim 20 miles in the pool. So even at a quarter mile twice a week, I can I can do that. And then my stretch goal is 30 to 40 miles. If I can get up to half a mile twice a week, I think I might be able to hit that. But 20 miles, it's my A goal. I also just want to eat more vegetables, which is something I buy the food so I can control that. Um, yeah, I get the grumbling because, you know, kids don't eat anything, but mm, but. And then I would like to hike uh, in the warm weather months. I would like to hike more. I'd like to make sure we hike a couple, you know, days out of the month. We have hiking trails right around the corner from our house. 
So we have trails right here in town. We have trails all over the eastern part of the state. They're all, they're mostly kid friendly. Um, so, you know, we've taken, I've taken the four-year-old and the eight-year-old together, just the three of us on a three-mile hike up a local small hill, well, big hill for them. But, you know, so we have things. I just want to, you know, get outdoors, just move, move more. But these are my, my ways to kind of get out and move more, but to set a realistic goal to make that happen. So my goals are to hike at least, you know, two, three days out of the month, um, with my kids or with the whole family, you know, depending on. What we're, what we're all doing, and to swim a total of 20 miles in the pool. Um, we actually got a start on that already. We went for a New Year's Day hike here in town. They're trying to make it an annual event. We have sort of a like a, a town-sponsored own summer camp, like a day camp here in town, and one of the, the trails actually ends um, right near that property. So there's they actually blazed a path from the camp to the town um, trail. So we, we all met at the camp, and there were um, group-led hikes, so for people who weren't familiar with the trails. So we walked from the summer camp all the way um, to the middle of town to the high school and then back again. It was about you know, two and a quarter miles, a shade over two miles or so. We had a great time. There was probably about 50 of us in our group. Um, so we had a nice big group, and we get to see some parts of the trail system that we hadn't walked on before, because we have actually a trail system here in town that stretches clear from one side to the other. Um and I don't think we actually realized that it really stretched all the way um, across. Because you can keep on going from the high school all the way to some town-owned conservation land on the other side of town. So we kind of want to explore that now. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. It's mostly flat. You know, small hills. You know, small rolling hills. You're not doing a giant elevation game. But we had a great time. Both the boys really enjoyed it. It was, you know, it was a little cold. It's southern New England. It was it was a morning hike, so it was you know 35 degrees. That's Fahrenheit. That's like 1.5, 1.6 Celsius or so. Um, but you know you bundle up. You wear layers, hat, coat, gloves, scarf, and you know we're we're New Englanders. We're used to the cold. So, um, but we had a great time. So I would love to hear what your goals are for 2020. How do you set your goals? What do you want to do? What are your knit goals? What are your fitness goals? What are your just general life goals? Let me know. I will start a, um, a thread on the RAV um, forums. I would love to hear all about it. Also coming up the next episode next week, I will be recording either Monday or Wednesday when my son's at school and I will do the official be a helper craft along, um, uh, episode with all the rules and stuff. If you're interested in giving a donation for the Be a Helper Craft Along, please let me know. PM me on Ravelry or you can email me windswepmonique at gmail.com and we will have all that information next week. I know I meant to start it a week or two ago. Life with kids and the holidays. I should have known. Just everything escaped me. So we are starting up. So I'm going to go ahead and let whips count. If you finish something at the end of December, I'll talk about it next week. We're just going to go ahead and count it. Because the whole point is just to have you, you know, do something for other people. We're really loosey-goosey with the actual rules. As long as you're doing something, that's all that counts. All that matters, I should say. All right, let's wrap it up here. I have to head out in a minute or two. So thank you so much for listening. I will be back to you early next week with the Be Your Helper Craft Along episode. Have a great rest of the week. Happy New Year, everyone. And I can't believe it's 2020. Whew, all right. Keep those legs and those needles moving. Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>